Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast where I, Gigantamax Matamp. Machamp? Yeah, but it's the Gigantamax, Gigantamax Machamp. Machamp. That you fought, presumably. I have a comment about that. Go ahead. Namely, it's very, very grotesque. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> aka Tanner Green Ring. And I'm joined by my co host, Gigantamax Gengosh. Gengar. Gigantamax Gengar. Yeah, and well, I want to have some words about Gigantamax Gengar later. Okay, that's like a fan favorite, so tread carefully. Is it? The card, at least, I know is is pretty famous, but I imagine that the one in the game is also. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. We'll have to just, we'll have to talk about it. I guess save that until we'll have to the dig end. in a little bit. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have one specific place I think I need to look where all my questions can be answered. Oh no. But we'll get to it. Oh no. AKA Joshua Fjellstedt. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Uh, top of the episode to to the top of the episode to you. And welcome. Are we just crashing right in? Do you have anything you need? To, you just got back from Mexico. That's right. Did you catch any like weird tropical Pokemon on Pokemon Go? Oh yeah, yeah. I was I went to Mexico so I could open up Pokemon Go <laughs> for the first time in like a year. And I a basically half. didn't even have my phone <laughs> most of the time. You diligently answered a text from me, which we'll talk about. I think that was because we were, that was when we were like at a bar. Yeah. But most of the days I was just like wasting away on the beach or in a pool. I did see a lot of real life Pokemon though. Lots of uh, iguanas, birds. Oh uh, yeah. Birds I think are like the most Pokemon like in terms of how collectible they sort of are. Huh. Well, certainly bird Pokemon, like flying types. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. When I was in Costa Rica a couple years ago, they had these scary... uh, I don't remember what they were. They were like little critters. Sort of furry little critters. Like raccoons almost. Oh, oh. Except like... Yeah, Cokedees. What are they called? Cote. Those were annoying. Those are great. They're like bespoke raccoons. Yeah. Which I, I refer to them as that and that didn't really translate. (laughs) <laughs> but they also have the American style raccoon. I saw both, but then this Koti is much better. Although the American style raccoon, I asked them like, oh, do they eat your trash also? And they were like, yes, yeah. see. Yeah, I think they're a menace. We went to a dinner that was outside and at the end of the night, there was like a s'mores thing. <laughs> it was you and the Kotis. And no, no, Koti, the the no, like regular raccoon that we're used to in the U.S. at least came out of the jungle. But he was like very polite where he was just like sitting there. And then I, I saw him like lay down sort of like a cat or a dog. And I'd never <laughs> seen a raccoon do that. So it was like much waiting. more polite. Yeah. yeah. Do you give him? Do you reward him? No, we weren't allowed to. But like people kind of strategically or like haphazardly left their plates out and then we saw him get away with some sure with some food yeah so probably gonna kill him be fine let's talk about pokemon i'm glad you had a really fun vacation welcome back Thank you. as i told you i got on the blades for the first time in 15 years and tore my kneecap open yeah i had to get nine stitches yeah i'm sorry that doesn't sound quite as fun <sighs> thank you josh <laughs> We are on our way to Hammerlock. Hammerlock. We've just finished up on the um, the like starting plateau 
And now we're, we've got our great wind sail and we're jumping off. Yes. Yeah. And we are here in the wild area. They throw us back in, throw us to the wolves. Every time they think I'm out, they pull me back in. We've got a lot to talk about. One of the things you did diligently answer me about while you were on vacation is a new um, competition. Oh, that's right. Certainly between you and I, but also opening it up to the bug catchers and anyone else who gives a shit. We do like to compete. It's called the Rotom Circuit. Here's how it works. We were trying to figure out a way to compete over Rotom because you, you, you should see the texts with this guy. Uh, bug catchers who because you're like oh let's you let's um let's do like a rotom race and you're like i don't know how to do a rotom race what's a rotom like <laughs> what what's a circuit like this circuit's only like two seconds well it's that like, okay, one man that one that you challenged me to do from last episode is literally 40 seconds the meeting meeting place to the uh to like the moto moto stoke entrance we'll put this out on socials as a little map so you can follow along but we're going to make a little circuit around the first starting area of the wild area. And you can take your little bicycle, your little Rotom, indentured Rotom, and cruise it around the starting area. Yes. And the winner who posts the best screenshot every episode wins a sticker. Well, is this chaining them? And so it has to be the cumulative yes, value? Yes, cumulative score. So they're yes. going to need a screenshot from each, yep. from each leg of the cup. Yeah, and they'll have to do the math because I'm not doing the math. No. Let's see. You'll need one, two, three. You'll need four total screenshots, I think, because you start at meetup spot. It's a meetup spot to Dappled Grove, which is off to the, I don't know, that way, left coming out of coming out of meetup spot. <laughs> the uh, the train station, whatever the meetup. Yeah, spot coming is. out of the train station. If you go to the left, there's a Dappled Grove. If you keep going around past the ghosts, you'll get to the the staircase from Motostoke. That's East Lake Axwell. That's your third stop. Whiz around all the way around to Giant Seat. And then from Giant Seat, you go back to Meetup Spot. Okay. Not sure there's actually one from Lake As East Lake Axwell to Giant Seat, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Yeah. That's the challenge. So that's the challenge. It's just a big circle. Post Clockwise. screenshots of all of the top scores that you get between all of those checkpoints and whichever bug catcher has the highest score. Send you a sticker. We're going to have to do all that math. No, they do the math. We are not going to do the math. And if you lie in your math, someone's going to figure it out. Not me. Okay. You need, we need the screenshots as receipts. And then you also need to just tell us what the total is because we're not doing that. But we will then send you a sticker. Wild area, Josh. Welcome back. This one was interesting. I spent hours out here. Me too. Yeah. Hours. Smith Smith had a specific entrepreneur that he needed to have a meeting with out here. Who was the entrepreneur? Well, I'm not going to reveal it yet. Level check. It, it's related okay. to uh, an enterprise that we will learn about from Chairman Rose shortly. When I was out here, I met a cutrepreneur. That didn't actually sound very good. No. Cutrepreneur. It sounds like putrid. I met a cute Pokemon. It was Tanny Sweetie. Okay. Clawbopus. You ever seen one of these things? I didn't get to see that. Hachi machi. It's cute. It's like a little boxer octopus. Oh, that one. Look him up. Oh, yeah. I do love that. That would have been my sweetie if I had seen it. 
Put it on the list. Ooh, even I think Grap Locked is pretty cool too. I think it's very cool. I like this line. They're good at the octopus Pokemon. We even came around on Tentacruel a couple seasons ago, remember? So you're saying uh, you like Octillery? Yeah, I've never denied Octillery. <laughs> good. I think if anything, it's a it's a little basic, but... Well, that's because they, they ripped his armor off. They should have kept it on from the beta spray. Yeah, it would have been much cooler if they kept it like that. Which was probably the coolest design. What else do we do at, while we're out here in the wild area? I'm feeling a little hungry. Yeah. I'm going to set up camp here because, as you know, Joshua, I'm the king of curry and I remain the king of curry thanks to my mm-hmm. dry fried food curry, which on the taste scale, Charizard class. You should have seen Crawdon's face when he ate this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I've never seen anyone more. I've never seen a, a Pokemon more satisfied. Not since my last visit to Fur Affinity. I think if you... <laughs> That's the truth. Uh, well, I think if you had seen my what is now a Mudsdale, yeah, you would have been oh, it's horse food. Pretty excited. You're like a horse food chef. Okay. Well, you're feeding a fucking lobster. What's how is that any better? At least my horse is doing the work. It needs my Charizard class sour whipped cream curry. Yeah, it sounds good for horse food. A little bitter, a little sweet, a little. Spicy, that's great. Is it a different like category horse food? So you're you've got Charizard class in horse food. I've got Charizard class in Pokemon food. Construct the argument of why Pokemon food would outclass horse food. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. All right. I said we've both got Charizard class taste yeah, ratings. So in you're our two not the categories. curry king horse anymore. Food. We're the kings of curry. Horse food and normal food. Okay. Uh, I I don't think you have a good argument here. And I'm the king of curry now. I'm the well, king we're at of least curry. co-kings of curry. Yeah. At the very least. Just like those two princes that we'll get to. Oh, from the Spin from Doctors. The, uh, spin Doctors song. Yeah. Trainer Danger. While I was out here in the wild area, I had my Y communicator activated the entire time. I've changed my avatar for Drew England to sort of the um Kind of like a white guy with <laughs> like short hair and like big dark sunglasses on. Yeah. Where did you get that? He's doing kind of rapper hands. It's not great. It's perfect for Drew England. That's who I am. That's kind of what I imagine when I drew, <laughs> yeah. drew, drew England looking like. Yeah, definitely. I'm the trainer danger, by the way. Oh. Drew England. Now that is uh, an opinion I can agree with. Yes. And I've put a little screenshot in here. We'll share it. Look what they've made me say. When I enjoyed my gold star Charizard class. What was it? Now you're adding gold star. There is no gold star. (laughs) Gold medal. Sorry, Charizard (laughs) class. There is a star on the top of the medal. Dry fried food curry. I came back to the menu and they're making me say, I made, I'll I'll do it my best um, Galler accent. I made my scrummy meal with my Pokemon. Fancy a curry. (laughs) Gross. What's scrummy? I don't know. I don't really. I really gross. don't like the sound Isn't that of that. what like rugby players do when they all mash together? They scrum. Yeah. And then they. I'm, I'm winking. And then I came out of the Pokemon Center <laughs> it, like later on and stow on, uh, stow on side. 
I came out of the Pokemon Center and look at the, there's a picture here for you, Joshua. The woman who was standing outside the Pokemon Center had the look of terror in her eyes when she saw me. Yeah, she heard about that scrummy meal. She's giving me a glance and she's like worried that I'm nearby. And she's got like an adventurer's outfit. So you know that she's pretty tough, but she's still very intimidated. Yeah. What else did you get out uh, up to out here in the wild area? Did you do any big battles? Did you do any wild trades, Joshua? What'd you get up to? Do any um, shiny breeding like I did for a fruitless? You tried again. Two hours? No, it, it took me so long to get the Pokemon that I wanted that didn't have bullshit stats or ability that I had no time for anything else. This is why we missed our record before Mexico, actually. Oh, because I've spent you were hours like and hours min-maxing? in this. Yeah, I was min-maxing, except without the breeding aspect, because basically with our time, our schedule, we don't really ever have time to do proper breeding uh, to really like min-max. But <laughs> yeah, I just thought I would throw my hat in the ring once more. You know, I was like, what if I could get a, you know, shiny blank? Something became available to me, I would say. OK, a foreign ditto <laughs> because when you're out here in the wild area josh it's honestly it's the wild west there's no laws anything could happen yeah to you. it's right there in the name people lure you to their tents constantly people are screaming by you in like these wild like bike outfits and like crazy bikes with like lasers shooting out the back it's like being in tron except i'm like on my on leg you know yeah there's this there's something called dot com that's just prolific <laughs> Let's let here. Let's open up our. No, I'm not going there. I will not. I will not go there. Go where? Dot com. Oh no, I'm not going to go there. No, we shouldn't. We should even like blank it out. Yeah, yeah. Bleep that out. We're not supporting this. You, if you've ever spent any time in the wild area, I I suspect you know the name of the um the uh, website that we're referencing. What? How'd you get all of that? Box three in my box is my dot com box. <laughs> Um, it's not all that website, but it's all um, Pokemon that I've acquired through random trades that were either shiny or foreign or had perfect stats or something. What are you offering up to get good Pokemon? So Bugcatchers, he's got like the Galarian Articuno, Zapdos, uh, a nice looking Dragonite. He's got that shiny, like ancient, shiny Dragonite, shiny Tyrant. One of those fucking fossilized things. Ragnar. Uh, I don't even know what that is. It's called Reggie Electric Reggie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's just it's just full of shit. But what did you offer up to get any of that? Look, one of those fucking tapus. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just throw. I just um. I always have it running. You know, just to see if I get anything interesting, um, which I did this week and added it to my team. And we'll talk about it and level check a little bit later. All right. So that's Wonder Trade. It's like in the Y menu. It's like trade with a random trade a random Pokemon to a random person. Most of the time you get garbage. Sometimes you get something cool. Sometimes you get uh, like hacked Pokemon carrying a master. Oh, but you, by the way, I have about 20 master balls now. <laughs> you get a hacked Pokemon with perfect stats that's shiny carrying a master ball. And do they work? Yeah. Or are they busted? No, they work. I don't use them. You having access to the internet in these games is like president cheat. Trouble? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mayor Cheat was finally like finally pulled all the right levers and he's now President Cheat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are all mechanics in the game, Joshua. Yeah. Well, we we have to share the full experience. That's the name of the show, Experience Share. All right. 
onward then, Joshua, to Hammerlock. So the other part of this is we had to go through, like, we went through one part of the the wild area, the part that we were used to, sort of the guppy zone. Right. Now we're on into, like, the vaster part. And there's a breeder out here, or, a, sorry, a, a nursery. There's a bunch of new dens with new kinds of Pokemon. It's fun. Yeah. New R- Rotom Rally routes. There's a big bridge that you hang out under or aqueduct or something. I think it's a train. Yeah, it seems to go into, well, I don't know, where, it goes into Motostug, I suppose. All right, we're in Hammerlock. You run into another cutscene. It's the chairman. It's the chairman's, like, secretary. And Batty. It's Batty, and it's you. <laughs> the chairman's always dressed like he's, like, doing laundry. Still dressed that way. Doesn't look like a chairman in any Well, way. that, I mean, I think that that's kind of clever, because... When you're that level of rich, though, you know the thing is that, like, they just wear, like, athleisure because they don't care and it doesn't matter. Yeah. He's wearing, like, those gray sweatpants. You can see his, like, dong. I forget what firm it was at this point, but at one point at one of my jobs when I had to pitch some branded content. Humble brag. Post major media company. And we had to go to Connecticut, actually. Uh, What's the town Uh, that's got all the... uh... Stanford? It's probably Greenwich or Stanford that has some big, you know, hedge fund at it. We were pitching some, you know, big campaign or whatever. And we all like dressed up, not like suits, but it was like button downs and like, you know, dresses and everybody looks great. And then like we had to get there at 9 a.m. or something. And then this billionaire, multi-billionaire rolls in like 10 minutes late. And he's literally just wearing like some probably $200 just like plain blue t-shirt and then like sweatpants what a life you've lived joshua we didn't get that business listen to this should have been wearing athleisure just got back from mexico telling these kind of stories we didn't win we didn't win the business (laughs) oh oh no wonder you don't work at that job anymore well i have a comment about this chairman rose and his athleisure yeah please i put it in the doc i don't know if you remember this diagram yeah where he starts explaining one of his many illicit businesses Oh, and basically there's a tower in the middle of Hammerlock and it somehow absorbs energy. That's not, I wouldn't, I mean, that's not even clear what kind of energy it is either. No, it's like <laughs> psychic energy. And <laughs> it looks like psychic energy. And how hard would it be to just say it's solar panels or there's a big wind turbine or something up there? You know, it honestly looks like that thing they were building in. Yeah, this was a God, scheme. Was it? Black and white or yeah, I think it was black or and no. white. Was it like Gale of Darkness? Well, it does look like that tower in, in, I think it was, I think Gale of Darkness. Gale of Darkness. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like that. And it, it mysteriously is harvesting energy and then it ports it underground and then it looks like it gets like heated up in water and then it, boom, it's energy. That's what he Yeah, claims. it's energy. And it's lighting up the city that all the psychic it sounds like a scam. So channeling, being channeled out of. Smith Smith noted that and he was like, all right, I see an opening here. He just says energy. New business. I, you've, you've captured his little like translation of his Pokemon gibberish. And he just says, first energy is absorbed from Hammerlock Stadium's tower. Go into detail, please, sir. All that he says is first energy is absorbed from Hammerlock Stadium's tower. Then it's changed into electricity in the underground power plant and delivered to people throughout the region. That's his entire fucking explanation. Underground power plant. Yeah, right. That's very devious. Hammerlock is sort of like a big old castle. It's cool. Out here. It's got a big mean dragon entrance. Yeah. Kind of a dragon motif all around. We meet the, we can't battle him yet. Obviously, he's like the last trainer, the uh, gym leader. Raihan. Yeah, Raihan, who has 
the coolest outfit I've seen so far in this game. Yeah. He's got like a dragon themed like hoodie draped over Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. We just get a little brief meeting with him because we have to go to something called the Hammerlock Vault. Yeah. There is a cutscene where Sonya stops us and shows us some tapestries on the vault, the Hammerlock Vault wall here. Yes. More history, more lore. As the resident historian on Experience Share. You're the lore guy. I can tell you what I saw in the tapestry. It depicts two youths watching a wishing star. Cute. And then a disaster occurs and the two youths are bewildered. And they look up and it's sort of like this big, kind of like Zelda. uh, Calamity. Tears of the Kingdom style. Yeah, calamity. That's it. One of the youths has his head in the other one's lap in that first picture. Well, and we might get to that. The, The youths look on at the sword and the shield that come down, I think, from this dark day. It comes from the calamity, which is troubling. <laughs> I, right? And then they they take them, and then that somehow averts this. There seems like there's several gaps in the tapestry, I would say. Yeah, but now there's one, two princes stand before you. And then the two princes stand before you, and I like to think they probably kiss. Maybe gave it a shot. I think they're gay, co-gay princes together? Like the hit Gimlet show, the two princes. That was the spin doctors? R.I.P. Gimlet. Song is about? I'm going to assume that they're gay unless some other historical evidence refutes it. Let's just let's just start doing that with everyone and everything, Joshua. Yeah. Turn this heteronormative world of yours on its head. To a homonormative world. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Try that on for size for a little while. So we'll be we'll be tracking that in the vault. You can sort of go into the castle of Hammerlock a little ways, and Mr. Ball is in there, and he is, of course, my trainer danger this week. <laughs> Did, didn't you already issue a trainer danger for him? Yeah, I'm going to work to get him every every episode if I can. Are you clocking what his, yeah, this time what he, his quotes are? Because they are different. This time he was sort of like doing a little like butt wiggle jig, and he pointed to his head and said, which is a Pokeball, by the way, and said, Pokeballs are just full of surprises, don't you think? I put a screenshot in. Yeah, I, I see it. <laughs> so I just, I hate I him. still, <laughs> I know that you hate him. I'm still on the fence about where he's going to land. I like the little balls he gives me. Those are kind of cool. I wish it would give me like 10, not just one, you know? The, that would be nice. But he has to hand them out to all, he has to hand his balls out to all the children. I, phew. Not They're gonna, full of surprises. <laughs> not going to touch that one. Yeah. Hammerlock is a pit stop because we cannot take on Raihan. Hammerlock's yet. a pit stop, but there, a helpful pit stop here is a boy was here and he was like, I want an apple in. And I said, okay. And I went and got him an apple in. And then he gave me in return like an apple that I could feed to my apple. In. How about them apples? That's right. And I did it. And I'll talk about it later in level chat. I'm excited. But that about guy was sort of my for you. That was my trainer banger. I don't even remember what his name was. God, I didn't even catch his name. <sighs> uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, it was Matt Damon. <laughs> it was um, Robin Williams' character from Goodwill Hunt. Just came into my life and changed it forever. You know. Yeah, that's more accurate. <laughs> it's Robin Williams. I think um, it, it's unidentified. This guy. I mean, this is. I don't see any name for him. Like Apple Kid. He's the apple of your eye. Well, we'll talk. Applin of your eye. Little surprise, <laughs> we'll talk about what I did with the apple that that kid gave me. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to find out after this break. I was gonna do it.
Welcome back, butt catchers. Welcome back, Joshua. And welcome to Route 6. It's not really all that special. Uh, cheers. Cheerio. That's it. Not actually rolling out the red carpet for you. It's just a route. What is this? Some cool Pokemon out here. Route 6? Route 6, Joshua. And it's got a banging, I think, bagpipes based track. Oh. Did you listen to this one? Because if not, you should. I don't think so. I don't always have the sound on, but I happen to here, and it was very worth we'll it. We'll put it in here. I like this route. You're hearing it. You're hearing it now. It's similar to uh, Unova, where it's supposed to be New York, but then they happen to just put a desert region in the middle of it, and this is supposed to be yeah. Great Britain. Maybe this is where the gorillas come from. <laughs> I, I think they could get a little bit more clever about, like, ground types or whatever. Like, just make it mountainous with, like, you know, grasslands or something. You know, this should be, like, the highlands, the Scottish highlands. Yeah, are those, like, those big, like... They don't have to be on a desert. Hexagonal, like, rocks that they have in, like... I think they're called the giant steps or something like that. Oh, yeah. Those are sick. Yeah, they could have been a lot more clever. Giant's Causeway. That's in uh, in Northern Ireland. Route 6, you're kind of up and down. I realized something, though, as I was out here, Joshua. I hate Vanillux. Well, you've run it before. Haven't you run it before, too? I've run him before. I can't get a handle on him. So I wanted to, and he's he's representing this, the great state of Vermont. And I really, honestly, Joshua, spent minutes scouring the available decks in the Gala region to see if there was anyone who could make a more viable, like more perfect Pokemon for Vermont than Vanillux. Tough. Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Other than, I think Literally Miltank, nothing. Miltank. My one thing was going to be if Torterra was in it, I was just going to call him Vermont because he's got a green mountain on his back. You know, that would be sweet. Yeah, I would. Accept but he's not that. in. The, he's not in Sword and Shield. So I sanctioned. I was going to do this on air, but then we had to push to after vacation. And I, there was no way I could keep Vanillux on my team for another week while you were on vacation. Yeah, we had to cut a deal in the spirit of the self-professed Democratic Socialist Bernie Sanders. Senator of Vermont, I have given away my Vanillox. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, that's a decent, decent segue. So I went to Wonder Trade. Well, first I evolved it all the way up to 47 with rare candies to get it up to the Vanillox. Trying to make it more enticing. And then just to, um, in the spirit of all of this, I threw a um, big nugget on it that I had. Yeah. Probably from those two Diggum brothers. Sweeten the deal. Yeah. And then sent him off. And he went to someone called Luca. I assume they're Italian, Spanish, something like that. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't know that you need to assume. <laughs> Just don't even step into it. <laughs> um, sent it off to Luca and Luca sent back a Mintino. Mintino. Okay. Yeah. No, he was Italian. <laughs> The Italian Pokemon, Mintino. 
Mincino. Yeah. So I've now I don't have Vanillux and I do have Mincino. Not totally absurd. I mean, it's kind of like a woodland creature for Vermont. Yeah. Its name is Dem Social. Welcome to the team, Dem Social. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Dem Social more later in um, in level check, but that was just something that happened to me on Route Six that I felt I should address. Yeah, I can address something that happened to me on Route Six. Wait, I want to hop back quickly before you do. Okay. Because I think I did get the big nugget from the digging duo, which we forgot to talk about oh, back in the wild area. Yeah. And it's something we have to talk about because um, I'm winning, I assume. Winning what? The digging duo record. You don't tell me that we're doing a competition on any of these things and then you just start doing it and then obviously you're winning. 25 items. Okay, well, I don't know what mine was, obviously, because I wasn't clock. I didn't know I was supposed to be tracking it. Clock in next week. And I get Property Brothers vibes from the digging duo. Like, they're a little freaky, I think. Wow, coming out swinging for the Property Brothers. Yeah, I mean, I just think there's something psychosexual going on. Yeah, certainly. I, I just, there's just no way around it, I think. Yeah. Certainly. I, I would say think about it, but like, how could I not think about it very quickly and then just back out? Yeah. Now that you've mentioned it, how could I not? But you see what I'm saying. And I get the same. I think I get the same vibe from the digging duo. I'm not going to issue a trainer danger yet. They do have this weird, like sort of submissive dominant <laughs> relationship because they're like, I'm good at digging up treasures, but I'm bad at finding the rare ones. You'll have to talk my, to my brother if you want the rare ones. And then the other one's like, well, I'm good at finding rare treasures, but I'm terrible at digging them up. Yes. You'll have to talk to my like, like handsome, strong brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little yin and yang. Some, something's going on. Uh, and I, I feel like there's maybe something crooked with the whole scheme. I I, I don't know. I love it. They give you some good <laughs> shit. did get some good shit. This game's just easy mode, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, I have a whole box full of like shiny legendaries from Japan. And I have like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Whew, what fun. What a good game. Uh, back to um, Route 6. My You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Oh, who is it? Look at the gif I dropped in. When you um, encounter a Pokemon <laughs> called Heatmore yeah. in the wild, it comes out triumphantly from the grass with trumpeting its little um, tongue, flicking it up in the air. Like that. Definitely, that's the sound too. And it's gross. And it's my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. And there's a ton of them on Route 6. That's unfortunate. Did you have Heatmores? I have Durant's. I don't have those. Mm. And Durant's totally fine. Yeah, I have nothing wrong with Durant. Because the Heatmores use that that, that little tongue to... Uh, Eat the Durants. Lap up those Durants. Oh, they in the tongue, it looks like fire too. So it's melting the Durants. I think so. While it's eating them gross probably like sticks it in it's like yeah thorax and like melts the insides and sucks it out okay that's that's another thing i don't want to think about something to think about uh actually i have two more things that i don't want to think about on route six okay. specific i went to whoever's got a camping site here wanted to rest my pokemon sweet heads sure and real person or npc no it, it's an npc i think okay I, I don't remember, to be honest. I, I think it was an NPC, but who gives a damn? Real people, they've got some wild Pokemon in their little Pokemon tents. Yeah, well, it's like almost always like six shiny Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And they've all got like six Master Balls like strapped around their waist. When you set up camp <laughs> with somebody or you enter somebody's camp, 
you kind of go into the like 3ds like poke ami mode that's right where you're interacting with not just your pokemon but the other trainers pokemon too and you can like throw toys at them or feed them berries or like tickle them with a little feather <laughs> and i've done it a few times if you do it long enough, oh you can also cook here and eat with your pokemon yeah i mean that's where we're talking about the kings of curry yeah 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 um and you gain experience when you're done i actually think this is where i became the king of other king of curry co-kings and yeah sometimes you wander into a field and you're just surrounded by like shiny green mewtwo's like hovering all around you staring at you yeah only in my dreams and, the, and their trainer uh well, okay but what i didn't like about this camp is there's a couple of um questionable animations i would say this camper yeah i think it was a camper girly had a steelix how do you think a steelix would be moving around in the overworld there is one out in giant seat so i've seen one and it's not how i expect it i would expect it to be like um like a tremor yeah. From the 1980s movie Tremor, like kind of wiggling through the ground. It should be lightly burrowed under the ground. Maybe it's like kind of slithering on the ground. It's like a dolphin sort of. It's bursting out of the ground and diving back in. I think know? that's ideal. That's what I would expect. It's got that arrowhead, you know, shaped head. And it's it, like a shovel. It does move like a dolphin, except it's in the air. It's fucking floating around. Yeah. Horrifying. How does that make any sense? Imagine riding one. Oh, that would be cool. You use that those little wings as like stirrups. Oh, actually, yeah, that would be kind of a you put a little, uh, you know, a pillow, you put a saddle down. That could be nice. Yeah. How is this thing that is 30 feet long and weighs 881 pounds? By the way, that should weigh a lot more. <laughs> yeah, it's made out of steel. Yeah. Uh, how is that floating around in the air? It's not aerodynamic. It's hollow, right? God, I mean, I guess it it's would, like saying you're made of skin. I guess it would have to be hollow. I mean, there's organs in there, but how much do organs weigh? Not as much as steel. Well, and they had to be suspended in there somehow. How come how come Hemor doesn't lick its little tongue into Steelix and eat its guts? Why is it just Durant? Uh, Let's move on. Yeah. Well, I had one other thing just with, I had my girder out and I was playing with that the little feather toy, like a cat toy that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And he runs up and then he starts, you know, he wants to play. But the animation, I, I don't have the, the video of it. I'll try to capture it. But the animation that a girder does when it's trying to play with this little toy is that it slams down with its fucking steel beam. Oh, yeah. Some of them are a little it, snippy. How would that not be beating yeah. me up? Yeah. One slam from a steel beam. I'm toast. Like you, you go into one of these camps. And like you get slammed with a girder and you're like looking at the other trainer, like control your fucking girder, you know? Yeah. So put a leash on this thing. Some there's some there's some strange stuff going on with these animations that I'm, I'm not really sure about the artistic direction. Joshua, welcome to our final destination. Stone side, isn't it? <laughs> I um, a woman came and stopped me. She was an old lady. She looked like Cruella DeVille. And she gave me a trainer card for, honestly, I don't even remember at this point. This old lady who's wandering around in the desert and moves like an inch yeah. per second. Yeah. I don't really know if she's getting around, but. Did she give you a card? Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, well, 
I liked her. Opal. No, it's her own card. She gives you your her own card. Oh, yeah. Opal. She gives you her own card. Opal. Who is she? Because she's not even the person I fought. She's either a, a gym leader or a, a elite four. I don't remember. Let's talk about Stow on side, isn't it? Yeah. You walk in, beautiful little, like, kind of like red brick, red dust town. Salt of the earth kind of a town. Little like beautiful flags hanging over the town square and a like the bazaar. Great like grand staircase looking going up into what looks like a fountain or something. It's very like Spanish. I don't know what it's doing here in Galar. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> so every town in this game, this is actually pretty fun. Most of the towns in this game have like a little public Pokemon battling court or arena. Like there was one back in Hammerlock as well yeah and oftentimes there's people like pokemon battling at them but here in um stow on side there's a bunch of kids hanging out with a what's it called bronze dong bronze dong bronze dong yeah yeah a bunch of kids hanging out with a bronze dong taking turns like getting under its bell and then like hammering it so their head is inside the big bell when it like rings it's cute yeah <laughs> and he's saying zoo da 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 I liked it. I did too. Slice of life stuff, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of nice slice of life stuff here. What else you got? There's also like this daily shop. Oh, yeah. Where they will offer up some crap. Black market. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you could kind of take a gamble. I got a cracked pot. Ooh, I got the cracked pot too. We'll talk about it in level check <laughs> to give you a hint. Okay. I don't have anything else to talk about in stow on side. Do you? Well, I do have one thing when we fight our quote unquote rival slash supplicant hop. Yeah. Because you have to face him when you're trying to get up to the stadium. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do have to fight hop. He's got a silly cobra, silly cobra, which I kind of like. Yeah, silly cobra's okay. I'm not I'm not making it a sweetie, but I like it. He's still got Thwacky for me, which I will say is definitely a sweet Thwacky one. is a delight. Toxel, we already talked about it. Gross. I had the Raboot, which also kind of is a delight. Drizzile is the least festive one at, at this uh, stage. Stage, yeah. I think so, too. Thwacky and Raboot are very sweet. Yeah. Uh, and then something else that I thought was very sweet is Joshy Sweetie, Cramorant. Yeah, I love it. Gosh. Yeah. They really nailed it with Cramorant. I didn't even know what it was until Pokemon Unite came out. And as soon as they released it, I was like, I'm being that fucking bird easily. And I dominated yeah. for the like month that I played that game. It's cool. It's got gulping mode, gorging mode. That's actually kind of, that's a little much. But, but I like that. It's the gulp Pokemon. It gets the Pikachu in its mouth. His name in Japanese is just Ooh. 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 Go to his Bulbapedia page. It's just <laughs> capital U, lowercase U. It has some ooh vibes. Ooh. Yeah. I like the the dim-witted look on its face. I love how its wings are always sticking out. Yeah, I love it. I'm right there with you. And I think it's probably fun to uh, to play with in this game. I haven't seen one. I share your vision. In the wild. Let's talk about the teams we're bringing into these gyms. We went into separate gym experiences this week. Oh, yeah. You went into a fighting gym. I went into a ghost gym. I fought. Alistair, you fought B or Bea or Bay. I never remember with that. I look it up every time I encounter that name, B-E-A. Never remember. And is it maybe both? Is it the names 
choice. That's the trick. Whatever you the say. The named choice. Yeah. <laughs> the thus named. You're always going to you're always going to encounter the other kind of Bea or B. B or Bea, Bea. Oh, that's that's tough, man. Level check. Level check. Wellington Smith Smith, what'd you bring into the gym? Fighting type. Fighting type. Bea, Bea, Bea. I would say the investments are starting to uh, starting to pay off. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, because now he's got uh, Galton. Galton is turned into an Intellion, uh, aka Incellion. Uh, yeah, it's level thirty-eight, and it does have its special move is like sniper gunshot, snipe shot. Wow. Okay, it is sniper gunshot. <laughs> yeah, and I I know when it has like Gigantamax, which I haven't seen yet, it does like post up as though it's going to like assassinate somebody. That's scary. So Galton's probably not long for this world. We don't really need that kind of energy in this uh, this oh, no. conglomeration, this empire of uh, of industry. You need to defend what you're making. Yeah, well, I think maybe you can't we'll arm the workers, Joshua. Pawn that one off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, certainly not. Certainly not. Then we have Shillabier that is now a Mudsdale. That's level thirty-seven. So that horse bus is towing a lot of lot of seats in that carriage. Yeah, we have Darby colossal now which i love level 38 yeah big big mound of big like uh, coal like burning charcoal that looks like that giant in the never-ending story i think never-ending story (laughs) 2 yeah he does talking about that that big rock giant the the look on both of their faces is like 100 the same so i'm a big fan of never-ending story so i love it i think he's ugly but i'm glad you like him well i cherish that for you as a titan of industry how could I not have fossil fuels? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, I don't, I don't begrudge you. That's fueling this whole industrial revolution here. So then we have Cubit, which is still a girder. I did not recall how late this thing fucking evolves. About 38 and it's still a girder? Yeah. Jeez Louise. And then speaking of late bloomers, I got P.T. Barnum is still here. Mr. Mime. Wow. Level 39. Useful? Well, I got to see that Mr. Rhyme. What kind of evolution is Mr. Rhyme? It's just level 42. Okay. So close. And I got to see that. And that thing fits right in in this theme team. Yeah. Although I literally don't have any fucking psychic moves still, which is a terrible. Or I think it has counter or um, a rather mirror code. You should just do a million dens because you get like five psychic TRs. In my next leg, I need to do a lot more dens. And then finally, another Pokemon that inspired this team. We have Siemens. The Weezing, level 38. Sorry? Siemens. The Siemens Brothers. You know, S-I-E-M-E-N-S, the German-British electrical engineers and businessmen. All right, Josh, if you say so. Guy's got a Pokemon on his team called Siemens. 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 I'm surprised it's not Milkery. Well, it's not. I'm not running a sperm bank. That's not going to turn around the profits that I need. Who is it? I missed it. Weezing. Galarian Weezing, obviously. Oh, yeah. Obviously has to be on this fucking team. Are you kidding me? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so this is inspired by Chairman Rose's, like, absolutely poppycock, like, what the hell scheme is this where he's converting energy? We're going to be converting energy with another Kukuluni scheme. Yeah. Where these brothers, these Siemens brothers... Excuse me? <laughs> showed up. We already talked about the digging duo. And they... they <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, plenty more where that came from. We'll uh, really up the um, the uh, maturity in our jokes this season. Yeah. And uh, these two brothers had this pitch where they kind of like 
you know, they were like, Smith, Smith, you got to elbow your way in, break up this Chairman Rose's like hammerlock energy scheme. And so they say that these Weezings can convert the pollution around Gelar into energy. Is this all your head cannon? That's like their Pokedex entry. Oh, okay. They twisted it where it looks like it's polluting, but I believe that it says that it is it's sucking it in. It's sucking in pollutants. It's eating it. And I think it eats them. <laughs> Oh, what a nightmare. It's like a Cronenberg film. Weezing is carbon capture. Years ahead of themselves. Wow, welcome to the team. Consumes particles that contaminate the air and then it expels clean air. So Drew England is here. He's extolling the virtues of New England. Mm -hmm. And he has a whole uh, fresh new team with him. Welcome to the team Dem Social Cinchino. Cinchino. I looked it up. I had to look it up for once. I was like, what is this? It's a Cinchino. It's just Cinchino. Because I needed to do this. um, Really? This is what I texted you about when you were in Mexico. I needed to do this rhyme. More like in Bino. (laughs) Because it sucks, Joshua. You couldn't make that one work. I like got it up to level 37. I evolved it. Like I'm like giving it good moves. It just sucks. It's just a big, I don't know. Is there anything redeeming about this thing? Well, it's I hate it. cute. Someone from Vermont, please help me. Yeah. I need the Vermonters to come out and give me something other than Vanillux. I know that you can get Mill Tank on the Isle of Armor. So if you need to get the DLC now and go over How and get it. How is that better than Vanillux, though? You know? I'm looking for the, the cream of the crop uh, here, Joshua. Ben and Jerry's, they got the cow on their fucking logo. What are you talking about? Don't they? I think that's Chick-fil-A. No, what are you Clam talking Shack. about? Look at the Brought logo. On. Google Ben and Jerry's logo. Look at the cows. I don't want to right now. I'm talking doing my level. It's check. a Holstein cow. Okay, fine. And that's what you should get, a mill tank. I'll get a mill tank. Deal with it. You know, there is a rumor that there's two cows for every one person in Vermont. Where'd you hear that rumor? And it's not true. It's actually inverted. There's two people for every one cow. <laughs> Where did you hear that rumor? It's like a thing that's known about Vermont. Okay. There's as many cows as people. There's actually twice as many cows as people. It's like how New Zealand has like four times as many like sheep as humans, except it's like yeah. true. Vermont is the New Zealand of America. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Clamshack, Crawdon, level 37. How about them apples? Welcome back to the team. Fed him this fancy apple, shiny apple, whatever it was called. Sweet apple. And he evolved into a delightful little Appleton. 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 Fun to say, looks fun. That is Massachusetts. I I think you probably have to keep that. Yeah, level 39. It's not a bad Pokemon either. It's plant, dragon. (laughs) Yeah, grass. Uh, Pretty fun. It's cool. I like the look of it. He looks sleepy. He looks like Pete's dragon. Yeah, exactly. Big blue bug or beetle, level 37. Staying strong. Got psychic. Zips around. I loved it. People with its mind. Yeah. Big insurance. Greedent, level 37. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't. I'm just going for it. Uh, one thing is like you can go to the Pokemon centers now and just like freely retrain moves. Right. So like Greedent has this whole like, you know, stockpile barf swallow build. Yeah. But you can also like try other kinds of things with him. And I was like screwing around with big insurance this week. But I think his stockpile build might be the best one. I don't know that you want to screw around with big insurance, Tanner. We'll talk about it when we get to the gym. But I had to leave Gengar behind this week, Joshua. And... I did manage to get through a wonder trade, Joshua, a um, Sinisty. It was shiny. Mm. It was from Japan. Um, and I thought, well, that, and it was a level 100. Perfect stats. Okay. And I th- it was holding Master Ball. And I thought, this is great. 
I would love to use this, but I'm not sure I'm actually allowed to. Well, you can't have a level 100. It would not even obey you. I know. I know. So I went and left it in the nursery with my level 100 shiny ditto. .com. They're both named .com, weirdly. And it spit out like a perfectly normal level one Sinisty. Oh, okay. Was that what it was called? Sinisty. And I added it to my team uh, because of, of course, New Hampshire's famous New Hampshire's Antique Alley. I've never heard of that in my life. Of course you've heard of it. Have you heard of New Hampshire? Yeah. Live free or die. You must have heard of New Hampshire's Antique Alley. It's like 30 antique stores. Oldest? Well, everything in New England says that it's some oldest something. New England's oldest antique shopping district. See? A lot of qualifiers. A lot of qualifiers. <laughs> so welcome to the team. Pulte Geist, New NH, New Hampshire and Antique Alley, level 32. I like Pulte Geist. I think it's cool. I haven't seen it in the game, but I think I can call that a sweetie pretty safely. I'm glad to have the fun facty, but like I was already sold on the ghost thing for New Hampshire because of live free or die. So you didn't really have to have like an extra. Well, it's a haunted, it's a haunted teapot. So I'm killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, there we go. And then in the bazaar and still on side, you get the chipped pot that Sinisty moves into. It's like a hermit crab. So you've got the phony form one. Excuse me? Oh, wait, no, you have the antique form. Oh, great. Sinistee? You have the antique form. Apparently it has a phony form and an antique form which is based on if it evolves with a cracked pot or a chipped pot. So you have a an authentic... No, I have a phony... F oh. I got a cracked pot at the market. Oh, no, Tanner. I have a phony synesty. Well, now maybe I'm going to have to make you... Or Poltygeist? Make you go back and evolve one with a chipped pot. Look at the chipped pot. See, so you need the antique form one to hit your antique alley. Um, so welcome to the team, New Hampshire Antique Alley. Oldest still operating antique district in new england is that what it was antique shopping district in new england the oldest one of that yeah a lot of competition in that category and new england's the oldest part of the country so yeah they probably could just say america i don't know why they don't let's talk about our gym real quick joshua i went in it was alistair it was all ghost types and i brought in a whole team they were all great i waited until Alistair, I think I honestly just think had I had um Crawdont do like bite or something, you know? Yeah. And then when Alistair pulled out Gigantamax Gengar, I pulled out Gigantic Gigantamax Gengar, and we had a big Gigantamax Gengar like like suck off. Oh, excuse me? I don't know how I didn't know what other other words to use to describe it because there was two giant like sucker like kirby giants kirby gengars with their mouths open yeah okay on the field sort of like doing battle at the same time sucking tongues the whole thing really just kind of turned me off gengar yeah you know? i think that's why I, I thought maybe i'd try i'd play around with um pulte guys for a little bit that was too much for you being in the middle of that you know yeah i could see that the suck off okay that's enough saying that <laughs> <laughs> well uh i thought Fighting Mon and it's Hitmontop, Pangoro, Surfetched, and Machamp is the ace on whoever's team. Who the hell is this? Oh, you B. have B. B. Yeah. B. A. B. 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 B.
I think, for all of it, because I just wanted to slug it out and try to get this thing to fucking level up more. Yeah. At the time, I was like, oh, I guess I probably should have brought Corva Squire with me, which I'm not sure won't be back on the team, but it's it's boxed for I'm now. I'm sure you'll find a way to shoehorn it in. But um, Big Night Eagle Raven makes a lot of sense on an industrialist team. It's our private security, man. I've already been through this. I know. We're all millionaires. I know. Just bringing it back to basics. Reminding everyone what we're talking about. Yeah. Big Nightbird. Well, right now, can't complain. I think this is pretty thematic right now, my team. Yeah. But anyway, the Gigantamax Machamp is similarly just, I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Sounds gross. It's just a bigger, like more muscly version of Machamp. And Oof. it's got full pants on. Oh, that's at least nice. Yeah, that's that's better. Are they like chaps or are they pants? No, it's it's obviously very, very, very skin tight. And it's huge. And it's huge. Yeah. Great. Lots of things are huge. Great. Joshua, I smoked Alistair. I mean, this one was a little challenging just because I was like putting fighting on fighting, but. Because you're bad Pokemon. Yeah. That's it. Joshua, that's it for this week. Yep. Next week, we're headed to Ballonlea. 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 We're headed that direction next week joshua to take on um another gym leader i think it's the fairy type opal oh it's that old lady we talked to oh of course so we're headed to her balan leia next we will be taking next tuesday off for july 4th so you have a couple of weeks that you can spend your time doing whatever you want okay whether that is going back to the wild area and doing whatever you want in bologna or bologna whatever we're calling it or maybe you're just going to be playing Tears of the Kingdom and Diablo 4, which is uh, probably what I'm going to be doing this next weekend, this long weekend. And then we'll be back with your regularly scheduled Pokemoning Tuesday, July 11th. Joshua, until then, I've been Gigantamax Matamp, mm-hmm. and you have been Gigantamax Gengosh, and this has been Experience Share. Mm-hmm. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, and please do follow the show everywhere that you follow podcasts. Do follow us at Pod on Twitter and Instagram and leave us a, a nice, good, solid four or five star, preferably five star review. Yeah, we like those. Uh, because we're getting targeted <laughs> for Josh's radical what? Uh, uh, views. Uh, oh, I'm the most woke one now? Yeah, so we're going we're going broke thanks to Josh. No, we're fine. But please do write and review it's, the show. Yeah, it's, it's almost curtains for us. Leave us five stars, please. And you can also check out the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers to play along with many, many other bugcatchers and compete for trainer of the week, which is level check. And if you get the most upvotes at the end of the season, you will get to battle us. Yeah. And we will do that with the previous trainer of the season soon enough at some point. And you can also buy some merch at expsharepod.com. Or go to tpublic.com and search for us. We got some sweet merch. Yeah. And do your Rotom circuit for stickers. Oh, and do your Rotom circuit and submit your scores. And we'll give you this. We've got like a whole like grab bag of stickers now. We'll just send you whatever. You have no idea what you'll get because there's a lot of yeah. interesting things at this point. You can only order them like a hundred at a time. Yeah. So. And it's the only way to get stickers because we can't sell the art on TeePublic because Nintendo always makes us take it down. Joshua, bug catchers, Alola. Alola. And smell you later. Cheers. That's it. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>